Speak between the lines podcast. The shit that's uncool to talk about, we make cool to listen to. Yeah, we freestyle with the best of them. That's either a good thing or a bad thing. I know, right? Well, we shall see. Uh, ah, you know what? What? So I didn't tell y'all. So I, I finally, you know how I was talking about the Super Beast not so long ago? Yeah. Wait, is this them. legit episode time or are we just shooting the shit? Uh, we kind of want to record. We kind of shooting the shit. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, I guess we can kind of leave it in. Okay, fine. I guess we could depend. Depends on how it, how it turns out. Sure. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Freestyle case in here. <laughs> Let me play the intro music just in case it sounds decent. Just in case it's pop off. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, but um, nah, nigga, shit. So I, you remember I was talking about the super beats a while ago. Yeah, the yeah. super beats, right? So I finally bought it. Okay. Right? Yeah, and so I think I got it like. I don't know, I got it in the mail sometime last week and I've been trying it for the past few days. Mm-hmm. It's actually alright. It's actually alright. Okay. It's actually alright. So my homeboy, um, so the reason I kinda got it, uh, I feel if y'all remember, I was up late night one night watching infomercials and it was just right. having to be on. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I do remember I this. Like, okay, oh, okay, yes. Yeah, Super Beat. So I ended up getting it. Well, I, I got it. One reason I got it was because my homeboy, he's big on the bang energy drinks. Right. And so I was kind of I was talking to him about it. I was like, "Look, man, you need to get these super beats." Right. Even right. though I hadn't tried it yet, he was like, "John, this shit don't work, right?" So I'm like, "I'm telling you." So he was like, "All right, if you get it, I'll try it." Got it. So I was like, "Cool." So I got it. He tried it. He said he felt it a little bit. Okay. He said he felt it a little bit, but it was after one dose. You know what right. I mean? So, but Your body not used to it. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. You gotta, you gotta. It's like a, you gotta get in it. You know right. What I mean, once a day. You know what I'm saying? But I liked it. It was cool. So what happened was, so you put a you put a scoop in. This is crazy. This is really going to be a part of it. So so you put a scoop in, and then like you drink it, you put a scoop in like a six ounces of water. Right. You drink it, and then like you have like energy. It's like sustained energy. No crash. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. So and then of course beats got like other benefits and all that shit, but it was actually all right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Duh. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I did not get I did not get on board with you with this story. Until you brought up the commercial. When you said Super Beast, I'm sitting there in my head like a, like a thought bubble just popped up in my head. Like, damn, Dre really dropped himself. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, this nigga got some Super Beast. How much this shit's cost? Them shit's going to be like $300. Like, damn. Oh, my God. Like, nigga, you don't, you don't even have to put them hoes in your ear. They just Bluetooth to your brain. <laughs> like, yeah, nigga, Super Beats. Okay, Super cool. So so you, you tried it. You didn't have a crash or nothing. Nah, it was actually legit. I should have brought it home. I should have brought it home because mm. I, if I, I mean, I knew it was gonna be here, but I should have brought it home so you get a scoop. But it doesn't like taste bad. I mean, it tastes weird, but it's not like terrible, terrible. Okay, and beets are healthy for you anyway. Yeah, you All know right, cool. they have you they have like you know benefits. Like I think I don't want to get the line on this hoe, but you know they're supposed to, <laughs> <laughs> they're supposed to um, you know help with lowering blood blood pressure and like some other stuff. So yeah, I'm not gonna eat beets, but I'll you know drink a concentrated piece of it a little bit. Well, this episode speak between the lines is brought to you in part by <laughs> by Super Beast. Damn, yeah, man, we don't let the shit, the music don't stop and everything. Ah, uh, sure. Should we bring it back? Yeah, why not? Let's I mean, do let's do it. Fuck it. <sighs> man, so as, as some of y'all probably know, um, you're only hearing two of us. All right. One of us ain't consistent. 
Sam, you know what's wild about that is he was just getting on to you about missing that one episode, bro. And here he is, not here. It's love it's love this, bro. Like, oh my gosh, man. You can't talk noise and then not show up to the episode. At least like, you gotta wait a few episodes. You can't exactly. I was gonna say he taught noise and missed the next next episode. You know, it's like, come on, bro, you can't do it like that. Damn. He gonna try to get me. He's gonna be like, no, I was here. That's why I said the next the next yeah, episode. The next next episode. Man, but yeah, once but again. He's got good reason, maybe. <sighs> It's that time of year, man. Yeah. It's that time of year. Oh, oh. not completely. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> wait. <laughs> that registered completely wrong. <laughs> like, come on, Jake. <laughs> it's that time of year, man. Man, that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. Let's, let's do our drops and all that shit before this shit stops on us again. Okay. All right, man. <sighs> Speak Between the Lines podcast episode 89. It's your boy Young Rest. He gave us her signing in. Joined with oh. No, not joined with. <laughs> not joined with. Yes, this nigga rock is out. <sighs> out due to illness. Yeah. Man, I don't know. It's, like I said, but this happens every year with him. Every single year. It's like clockwork. He gets sick around the same time every year. Mm. Oh. oh. What happened? I had a bad thought. What? What's that? Remember what happened last time he got sick? I was just thinking about that. Damn. <laughs> I was just thinking about that. Here you go. Here, here you go. Not the, answering the text messages. The one time, nigga, you didn't show up to work again. Exactly. Shit, man. Exactly. All right, I'm gonna call him after this. He's not. He's not answering text messages. All right, so we gotta talk to you, Rock. Like, cause I know you're gonna listen to this episode, my guy. Yes. Alibis are important. They are. You know what I'm saying? They're extremely important. If we text you, we see that you see the text. Just say something back. Just say something back. Matter of fact. Because I know you asked him, because we were going to see if he was even going to make it to this episode. Right. And, you know, you kind of put some things in this thread real quick. But then you, you hit him yesterday and was like, hey, Jared, how are you holding up? Nothing. Just checking on him. We ain't even talked about you showing up to the podcast. Yet. Right. Just just checking on you. Hey, how you doing? Nothing, right? Your well-being. Right. Yeah. And then, we tell, you know, we tell him happy birthday today because today is his birthday. Then he says, Thanks. <laughs> he's so he's such a communicator <laughs> he says thanks right and he was Rudy was like well we're going to record tonight if you if you felt up to it bro nothing that was 11 25 it is now 6 49 p.m nothing come on man like, come we, on, Jay. we got on to him about like bro you have to be able to you have to be able to communicate bro you yeah. gotta stay we gotta stay in touch it's gonna help you professionally and personally my guy yes trust me yes because some shit hit the fan again lord forbid god bless you know we got something right but you just being at the house or wherever you are not doing anything mm. and not responding to our text messages how rude is that and i know you're on your phone bro you think he's on his phone oh, i know what he's watching what's that uh, <laughs> we popping up. He's just swiping down. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> a notification come through. Jay, are you good? Swipe up, move nah, up. Man. Yeah, man, you interrupted my video. What you talking about? <sighs> Lord forbid. God bless. God, God bless him. God bless Jay Rock. What's good with you, bro? Oh, by the way, hmm. um, it's his birthday. Hey, it I is mean, his okay. birthday. So he has a good reason. One time for the birthday, bitch. Hey, 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 h
You like Black hey, Panther, hey, man. Hey, I need to keep hey, that same hey, energy. Hey, it's a birthday, bitch. Birthday. It's your birthday, bitch. Hey, hey, hey. Do the birthday. Do the birthday. Do the birthday, bitch. Do the birthday, bitch. Hey, hey. Wait, I just picked Jared at the club <laughs> with a bunch of strippers, like just going ham. <laughs> Man, you know what? That has to suck to be sick on your birthday. Yeah, yeah. Unless he's not sick anymore. Uh, yeah, he's like, Man, shit, you know how that goes. Hell yeah, it's, it's bad weather outside too. Yeah, he ain't driving out here. He said, "Man, it's my birthday. I was sick. I'm gonna find something." Fall in tonight. I ain't even mad at him. Fall in something, then, bro. Yeah, there you go, dog. Throw them up. Throw them, throw them ones up. Throw <laughs> ones up. How old is J Rock? Shit, old. Old. Yeah, he's not the oldest out of all of us, is he? No, I'm the oldest. I'm 34, so he got to be. I think he's 33 now. 33. Yeah, got to be at least. Okay. I wonder. I wonder what he's doing today. If he's not sick. Wait, he might be 34. I th- I may only be a couple months older than him. Hmm. No, wait. I'm 03. I think he's 05. Yeah. He, oh, is, he's my like graduating class? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. So, I, yeah. Nah, I, he can't be 05 because I'm 06. Damn, you 06? Yeah. AOC. So he's 04. So, yeah. So he's probably 34. Okay. Yeah, it's, I think it's, it's kind of weird that we do a podcast with him and don't know his age. Yeah, but I mean, he don't talk to us enough for us to know his age. He don't build relationships, man. Like we be trying, we be trying to do a show, man. Like, you know what I'm How can we get information on him when he don't even text us back? Hold on, let's think about this. J Rock, I'm not trying to get on you, but like, let's just think about this. What do we really know about Jay? Like for real, this nigga's an enigma. And we've done how many episodes with this gentleman? Eighty nine. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, he didn't make the most of them. Yeah, no. Nice. <laughs> 73 like a bitch <laughs> 64 <laughs> Shit Jay But yeah we should, we should know his age We I should be calling in sick like with the quickness Yeah man damn Oh man right, we love we, you Jay Yeah we do love you though we hope you feel better Yeah we just want the love back That's all we do That's know. it man that's all yeah. What's good with you bro what's going on What's going on in life Bro my life is, my life is fairly decent That's good Fairly decent is alright Yeah but I just took an L Mm. I took a L. Did you? I did. What's that? So I was having a good week. Are we doing wins and losses right now? Dubs and L's. I guess we can. Right, right, cool. I was just asking about your week, but yeah. we can jump no, in on No, no, because I just took a, I just like literally, this is a fresh L. This is like 20 minutes old. Oh, on the way here? Yeah, on the way here. Damn. Okay. What you got? So I was hype because uh, I had good news. I got a uh, text from the internet provider saying, hey, we're doing testing in your neighborhood this week. We mm-hmm. should be able to do installations in a week or two. Cool. So I'm like, yes. So I'm like, damn, man, I'm early. Like, I'm heading to Abe's house, and I see Popeye's chicken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, right here. It's right there. Yeah. So I roll up to Popeye's chicken. I'm like, dang. The one right here? Yeah, the one okay. right here. Okay. And right next to your Walmart. Yeah, yeah. The line's long. So I'm like, okay. They at least got some. They got some. Right. My G. Don't tell me. I sat in that damn line. For like 15 minutes And something told me To roll down the window Cause I saw a nigga Walk out of the Popeyes And just get on his phone He wasn't going to the car He wasn't doing it. He just looked at his phone Yeah Looking depressed So I, I, I rolled the window down I was like Hey um, They ain't no sandwiches do that He was like Nah 
They didn't have any they sandwiches. Had, nope, bruh. That it had a post-it note. Like, you know, <laughs> did you put it on a computer? <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> had a freaking post-it note <laughs> flapping in the wind. Are you serious? Say, We're sorry. We have no more Popeye's chicken. No more spicy chicken sandwiches. They have no more sandwiches? None. None. Oh my god, dude! The sandwich just came out Sunday. Sunday. It's now Tuesday, and they're already out of sandwiches. Bro, I'm so sick of Popeyes. The sandwich don't exist, man. It's not real. Oh my god! I've been seeing online like everybody posting how long the lines are. <sighs> I had somebody said they uh, waited an hour and a half in line. Well, they didn't, but they had they did DoorDash, and their DoorDash waited like almost two hours wow. in line for a sandwich. That's crazy, bro! Two hours for a sandwich. I should have went ahead and just got it Sunday and stopped playing. I don't know why I was thinking that it was just going to just be here. Because you would think the chicken place wouldn't run out of the damn chicken. Yeah. And I guess you would think also that the hype wouldn't be as as strong as it was the first time. That's you know, true, It too. was popping, but you would think, one, yeah, they would have the amount of chicken needed. <clears throat> and then that the hype would just be like, okay, the chicken sandwich bag. I mean, yeah, it's a sandwich, but bro, two days. Bro, there's one animal above all that God replaces more than anything. And that is a chicken. God has created more chickens in the last two millennial than any other product. Dude, to be honest, I don't even think we're eating chicken anymore. We have to be eating something else. You think, you think we have to be? It, it has you think to be just genetically cloning them, bro. Something, yeah. Because you notice, like at like wing places, they don't call them chicken wings; they just call them hot wings, bro. What if we're not eating chickens, bro? What if, what if we eating something <gasps> they else? They took the chicken. They took the chicken out, out of chicken wing. That's why they be so. That's why they be so hype on selling these boneless chicken nuggets. Wow! Calling them boneless How'd wings. You get the bones out. You know what I mean? See, that's why. I don't, that's why I don't eat boneless stuff, bro. I'm not gonna lie, I do, but I don't. I don't. I don't eat boneless wings. Conspiracy, conspiracy. conspiracy. Mm, yeah, it's a Damn, lot. Of, he got me thinking. Wait a minute, I'm t- bro. What's in your? What are you really eating, dog? Bro. Come on, my nigga. We got we got infinity chickens, bro. Yeah, that's a, no, no, no. Because <laughs> I'm like, damn, it's like three. How many people? It's like three hundred. Hold on, how many people in America? Three hundred. Three hundred mil. Yeah, that's a lot of chicken for us. Yeah. All yeah. right, so let's say out of three hundred million, everybody only eats two chickens, bro. That's six hundred million chickens, bro. It's not infinity chickens out here, bro. And that's not including what China do to them. Well, who? China. Oh, yeah. China need chicken. Well, yeah. They got dogs and cats and rats. And See, there you go. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, they got some supplements. <laughs> they got lions, tigers, and bears and shit. They be oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> but man, yeah, like, I've, I've been thinking about that a lot. I've been watching all these wild, like, food documentaries on Netflix lately. Yeah. So it's really, I've really been questioning, like, what the hell is out here? Because there's no way that. I mean, of course, there's steroids and shit, and you know, stuff is like genetically modified and all that stuff. But like, the shit's getting too crazy, bro. It's what, not infinity chickens, my nigga. What if we ran out of chickens in the '90s? That's what I'm saying. And they just been feeding us something else. That's why these kids getting so big. Exactly. I grew up in the wrong era. I could have been eating the other shit. Uh, <laughs> like, see, yeah. yeah. Puberty, my ass. They be in a fourth grade with a full beard and shit. Damn, man. Yeah, bro. It's not infinity chickens out here, dog. I don't know why I keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you heard that new speech between the lines episode? Which one, infinity chickens? <laughs>
That nigga ain't said, I'm gonna make this bitch stick. This is not a. This is gonna be a catchphrase. <laughs> Infinity chickens, my nigga. I'm trying to tell you, dog. Oh, oh yeah. shit. All right. So anytime oh. something's not believable, we can be like, hey. Ain't no infinity chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no infinity chickens, my nigga. Believe it or not, dog. Oh. We and this bitch eating something else. Oh, man. So I got a win and a loss. Okay. The, the loss is like actually really, really sad. So I'm going to start with the win. The win was I got to kick with my homeboys this weekend. Homecoming, UNT Homecoming, University of North Texas in the building. Go me and Green, you know what I'm saying? One time for Homecoming. One time for the UNT in the building. Yeah, we had Homecoming. I was up there chilling with a few of my guys. One guy worked with my guy Eli, me and Rev, you know. Shout out Rev, there. shout yeah, out Rev. Man. It was just shout cool. out Eli too. Yeah, Eli cool, man. That's but my guy. Um, yeah, man, we just went up there and just kicked it. We didn't even go to the game. We just stayed at the uh like the frat tents. Yeah. Kind of walked around, chopped it with some people. I realized how far removed I was at homecoming because Okay, explain. I mean, you know, it's been a while since I graduated. Right. You know what I mean? So like to go back, of course, you know, I had to drive around campus. There was a sense of nostalgia. So I was in my old fields. Right. You right. You know what I'm saying? You know, envision myself walking on campus, right. walking to class, you know, chopping it up with people. Paying too much for tuition and Paying books. too much for tuition <laughs> and books. You know all of it. Yeah. Nostalgia. But it was like, damn, man, just thinking back, like, wow, dude. You just you realize one, how much the campus has changed because of course they're constantly renovating everything and building new shit. But it's like you kind of miss it a little bit. Right. You miss you miss college a little bit. I mean, and when you're thinking back on all that stuff, you don't think about how stressful the classes were. You think about all the good times, all the, right. the late nights kicking with your homeboys and meeting new friends and getting in trouble and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. But um, yeah, homecoming was fun. Um, oh, but yeah, so it's like we went and we're like in our 30s. Like early thirties, actually, but everybody over there was either hella young or hella old. Oh, so you had yeah, so you had the hella young people who were like still on campus, you know, freshmen, sophomore, juniors, and all this stuff, seniors. But then you had like the old old heads who were really only there because they were like in Greek Mm, fraternities and sororities. So you know, they had like their shirts on, and then it was then it was us. (laughs) <laughs> it was us in the middle so we was just kind of sitting there like damn like that was like the first time which I don't go to homecoming often right um, I don't think I haven't been in like years but that was like the one time where I did go it was like damn I don't really know too many people here you felt out of place uh, I don't say out of place had well yeah yeah probably out of place a little bit mm. yeah probably out of place probably out of place yeah cause it's like like I said it's like you don't really know Anybody except the people you're with, and there's like a few stragglers that you may know and all that stuff. But oh no, it was still cool. But yeah, it's like, I mean, I come there, I go, I go to that bitch next year. I may not know no damn body. <laughs> was any of the youngest doing anything that you just like? Because you know you had that old people moment. Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, I'm not about that. Like you know, what I mean? <laughs> he's doing too much. Right. <laughs> but that was your ass like five years ago. <laughs> nah, it, <laughs> nah, it actually wasn't. I didn't. I didn't see anything crazy. You know, like I said, we stayed around the Greek shit. So of course they were, you know, doing their strolls and all that stuff. But nah, nothing crazy happened. No, something crazy did happen. So I was drinking, and something landed in my cup, and I don't know what it was. And it was like I was holding my cup, and it was like a gunk. And I looked down and it was like, I don't know if somebody like had spit chewing tobacco or something. Wow. Yeah, I was I was like, wow. what the fuck is this? Yeah. I'm looking up, it's like it's not raining. Maybe it was a bird. No, nah, it wasn't no bird. Maybe it was a bird. <laughs> nigga bullseye, Joe. I'm saying, like, you're talking about from the sky, but and it came in there like that battle rap. 
house. <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> it's to play a pimp pigeons. <laughs> With a bird's eye view. Hell yeah. With a bird's eye swoop. Armies. <laughs> we live for the jump. <laughs> Dude needs to come out with another one of those, man. That shit was funny. I do need another Dog rap battle. Cat. That shit Dog, was I have shared that rap battle like with 20 people. Really? Yeah. Dude, did you hear about the rap battle where the dude had shot? He had killed the dude because the dude was talking about his, his mom. His uh, aunt. No, his aunt. That yeah, died. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. I, 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 uh, I hit Woodfork uh, with that. Uh, D. Woods. Yeah. Yeah. He said it wasn't real. He said they confirmed it wasn't real. Oh, so it wasn't real. Yeah, they said it wasn't real. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I was sitting there like, as a matter of fact, I think I still got that text because that nigga was like, uh, I'm like, damn, they they lying on niggas' deaths? Like, they lying on bot. Well, I mean, it's battle rap. Everybody lies on bodies. Yeah. But, yeah. Because he said, he was like, yo, I don't wish death on no one, but, you know, my my man deserved it. If if that's what you're doing, like, he had a picture reportedly and spit mm. on the picture. Yeah. I was like, yeah, you kind of know what's gonna happen so i'm not i'm not familiar too familiar with the battle rap community um but i just i thought it was like anything goes it is anything goes but if okay so it's well anything goes but there's consequences so like Mm. there was a fight i think that was was that mook i want to say it was mook mook was battling someone Maybe like a couple months ago, and somebody says something about a family member across the line, mm. and it was a fight on stage. And when they do these battle raps, they have in the contract that you're not supposed to have a physical altercation with the other rapper, or you lose your money, right? So if oh, I'm gonna pay okay. you, if I'm paying you twenty stacks for a battle, I'm gonna give you half up front for you to show up. Mm-hmm. You get the other half after the battle's done, win, lose, or draw. Okay. But you forfeit that back half if you fight. So, yeah, anything goes, but there is consequences for what you do. So, in that situation, sure, Mook sure. swung on a nigga. Because the nigga, I think the nigga said something real disrespectful and he held his composure. He didn't snap. But then he brushed him or he grabbed his arm and then it was just like, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? Like, right. like you're doing way too much. And he swung on him. Yeah. This nigga, man. If that's if what happened was true, yeah, your aunt's dead. You got a picture printed out, and he's holding the picture up to your face, yeah. and he spits on it. Yeah, that's crazy in front of your face. That is crazy. Okay, anything goes, but anything goes. So when them consequences happen, you gotta pay up. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But like, you would think like somebody. I mean, these. I mean, I'm pretty sure these people grew up together, so I'm pretty sure like some of them are like friends maybe not friends but they know each other so i would think that it's a community yeah they yeah, so they know each other they they not friends friends but like it the community ain't that big bro yeah that's what, you know I'm, what I'm saying like they they know of each other even if you unsigned hype it, like so is it something like where dude could have been like hey man you know i'm gonna bring up your aunt no you know what i'm saying no don't do no shit like that no 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 no, no. bro hmm. just think about somebody who who passed away in your life yeah, nah. Ain't. And we having a battle, and I come up to you and be like, "Hey, I see you tonight at six. Yes. By the way, I'm gonna bring up. I'm your gonna bring aunt. up your aunt. Yeah, and I'm gonna spit on her face. I just want you to be ready. Yeah, nah, ain't no, nah. Way. ain't no way. Nah, yeah, you gotta be ready for that action. Yeah, man. But um, so I got an L. Oh yeah, yeah. What's the L? Yeah, bro. So I got an L. So um, man, speaking of people who, who or 
someone that died close. My um childhood dog died this weekend or last weekend. <gasps> my mom's dog. Oh no! Yeah, the blind man. dog. Yeah, man. Oh my god. R.I.P. Blade. R.I.P. My nigga went home, dog. It was crazy because my mom was actually in Aruba when he passed. So it was he like, was by herself? well, no, he wasn't at home. He was at the pet hotel. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, man. So it was, it was sad. She took it. She took it pretty rough. Shit. I don't blame her. Nigga, I'm, I'm paranoid. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'm like, I feel for her, man. God bless her. Yeah, man. That's... So that was sad. That was sad. How did you take that? Because that's a dog that you grew up with. I've, I mean, that dog has been in my life since ninth grade. I don't even know if I've really just sat down and thought about it yet. I mean, I have thought about it here and there. Like, my sister called me um, one time last week and told me um, that, yeah, you know, Blade passed away. And I was like, damn, are you serious? But it's like one of those things where you're kind of expecting it because he's old. Right. You know what I mean? Like I said, he's, we've had him since I was in the... In Eight or ninth grade, ninth grade, I think, and I'm, you know, I'm shit, thirty one now. So it's like one of those things where you're like expecting it, but at the same time, it's, it's like, damn, man, like he's actually like legit gone. Like I went to my mom's house yesterday. Me and my sister went over there to to um take her out to eat, just kind of get her mind off of stuff, and just to walk in the house and like him not be there, right. his stuff don't, his stuff ain't there. It's like right. it's sad. And my mom was like, "Yeah, you know, we have some dog food left over if you want to take the dog food." So I was like, "Oh man, don't do this." It was sad. That that yeah, sad. That that's tough, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. So um, she said she's not getting another dog, which I don't blame her. There was one thing that we we're gonna do that I thought was pretty dope. So she's gonna cremate Blade, mm-hmm. but there's a. There's like a cremation thing where you can take some of the ashes and like blend it with glass. Huh. And so it'll make like kind of like an orb or something. Or you can make like a paw print, but some of his ashes will be in the paw print. Wow. But it's like a glass paw print. So I think we're going to do That's something dope. like that. Yeah. My mom was like, well, if y'all want to do it. That's dope. Um, you know, John, you can get one. Keisha, you can get one. I was like, yeah, I'll get one. That was my boy. Ah, yeah. I'm what's your, what's your favorite Blade member? There's a picture of him. Um, where he's sleep on the couch, mm. but he sleep like a human, like, like his head is like resting on the, the arm and like he's under the blanket <laughs> as if like he's actually a human like yeah. laying on the couch. Yeah. Yeah, man. So there's that one. There was, oh, he did some shit. Oh, teaching him how to play dead. Okay. Yeah, that's like I was like, that was not the example. I was I was like, there's no way he's gonna say he was like teaching him. I was like, there's no way he's gonna say this. No continue, go ahead. I mean, it it sounds terrible now, but it does. <laughs> like no, we're not gonna let you walk off of that bullshit. Like, but continue. Oh, I'm, I'm interested now. I was no, like, so I was I, I was in college. Um and I was taking a psychology class and he was you know they were kind of going over different like I guess cogn- cognitive behaviors mm-hmm. and he was explaining how you can teach a dog how to play dead by um kind of action and reaction and stuff so I was teaching him one day like I would say bang and then I would lay him on his back and then I give him a treat and we kind of just repeated oh, that oh that's dope yeah so we kind of repeated that so it got to the point to where I would say bang and he just lay on his back. That's sick. Yeah, I like so that. I was like, oh, that's tight. So one day my mom came in uh, from work. I was like, mom, mom, watch this. Bang. He rolled over on his back and she was like, oh my God, how'd you get him to do that? 
I was like, yeah, that's something I learned in college. That's sick. Yeah, that was probably my best. Boy, you, you could never watch a battle rap, nigga. Why you say that? <laughs> like, shit. Them niggas be like, pow. <laughs> like, that nigga be rolling every fucking <laughs> shit like that. Shit like that. Like, that nigga be, that nigga be rolling all over the place, that boy. Be a hedgehog, bro. <laughs> 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 it's a big enough. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So, your RIP Blade, man. Niggas, yeah. niggas was sad, dog. But Damn, man. Yeah, man. I thought that was interesting. Well, that's that's not interesting at all. But I, that was sad. But yeah, yeah, we good though. We recovering. Everybody's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. Split between the lines. Hold up, man. Let's get it. All right. So tweet between the lines. I actually ran across something else that I kind of want to discuss. Cool. We can do both. Um, so it was something I ran across on Facebook. It was actually a a, a, um, a shared post. And it says, addiction steals some of the most beautiful souls. <coughs> and I thought about that. I was like, hmm. Because it was, it was actually from a drug post. Mm. So, of course, they were talking about addiction to drugs, but now I was thinking about everything else you can be addicted to. I just started naming stuff. So, I, I edited the post and I started naming different stuff that you could be addicted to. Mm-hmm. And so, I put, of course, drugs. Yeah. Then I put pornography because, yep. you know, we talked about that last week. Yep. I put alcohol, <coughs> video games, sex, social media, gambling, mm. and shopping. Yeah, that's a well rounded list. Yeah. So, I updated the post and I put it on Instagram. Then people started DMing, DMing me and was like, no, nah, that's not a, that's not an addiction. You can't be addicted to that. One spice said, well, no, you can't be addicted to video games. I was like, sure you can. Yeah. yeah people are addicted to Fortnite. Bro, bars. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And call, I mean, call of Duty, like anything that you can just stay on like that all the time. And I, So it made me think um, just about, of course, my life. And things that kind of, I guess, take control or have control over me in a sense. And I started thinking, I was like, well, damn, like if this thing or X or whatever didn't have control of me, what type of person would I be? Ooh. You know what I mean? Ooh, that's some self-reflection. Yeah, yeah. So I I was just, I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, man. Like like, like I said, we talked about porn. Um, Social media is a huge one for me. See, social media... It is a huge one for me, but like I fall into the YouTube category of social media. Mm, the wormholes. Yeah, I'm, that that wormhole is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Facebook, like when I'm posting on there, and for any of y'all that DM me or what's Facebook? It's not DM. It's um instant message. Yeah, message you. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that because I ain't got no memory on my phone. Yeah. So I delete a message. I had a message in like two years. So all the messages in there that's not getting responded to, it is what it is. When are you getting another phone, man? Are you gonna get another I one? I am working on like sidebar. <laughs> I am working on another phone. Okay. Um Damn. What? What's that? My wife listens to the episode, so she's gonna know I'm working on another phone. But Oh yeah. Oh, okay. But it's not bad. That's not bad. But I'm a, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there eventually. One one year. Yeah. But um yeah, dog. I, I I literally when I'm on Facebook, I'm just reposting either a memory mm. or 
I'll scroll up for a few minutes and I'll see something that I like and I'll just share it. Mm-hmm. But I don't create content on Facebook like that no more. Right. IG, shoot, I think my last IG post, damn, it might have been a couple months ago. Because mm-hmm. the only time I'm on IG is when I'm posting speak stuff. Right. So my last IG post was, bro, when I went to Shreveport and that was September 21st. Oh, shit, yeah. And we're in November. Yeah. So I'm not bound by social media, but YouTube, that black hole, I drive an hour to work on a good day, two hours on a bad day. Right. So that's anywhere from two to four hours a day that I am stuck in the car. Yeah. And YouTube is on blast. That's how I stay up on so much stuff. It'll be so many times. You know what? I need to start playing dumb now to think about it. Uh, with my wife because mm. my wife will ask me hey did you hear yep oh oh yes and i need to start saying no yes to let her have the conversation yes start saying no wow you got a story to- <laughs> <laughs> bro yes start saying no my nigga start saying no start saying no because i had that same what issue happened? man because i'll i mean i just be caught up on stuff because like i said social media is a bad one for me and you mm-hmm. know as soon as some shit happened, it's going to go to social media first. It's going to go to Facebook first. So it'll be some shit. I'll just be like, damn, that's crazy. And I may not even read up on it. I'll just see the article on it and right. be like, damn, that's crazy and keep scrolling. But I'll get home and Ash be like, man, did you hear about R. Kelly and such and such? I'd be like, yeah. She'd be like, Ugh. and I'd be like, well, we can still talk about it. <laughs> no, you already know about it. You already know what's going on. I'm like, all right. So I just had to be like, no, nah, what's what's that what happened <laughs> yeah bro just start saying no yeah man see this, this is why I like this podcast it makes me a better husband because <laughs> I like because literally I'll, she'll she'll be wanting to have a conversation and she'll bring up some shit and it'll be like some shit that I'm interested in mm-hmm. and she's like trying like hey did you know that this movie was coming out because she know I'm big in movies yeah right but I, I literally subscribe to a show that does daily updates on everything in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. So I know, like, the background stuff that she yeah. don't even know yet. She'll yeah. be like, oh, yeah, did you know that Terminator uh, Dark Fate is coming out? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it came out. It actually lost $100 million. Like, I, Oh, I'm, yeah, you start going and, in. And I start going in. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that movie bombed. <laughs> like, shit was awful. Shit you know, was trash. <laughs> You know what? Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't say you hadn't heard it, because then you'd be lying to your wife. You don't want to do that. So when she asks you, when she asks you something, yes, help me, John. Help I got John. you. I got you. So when she say, "Hey, have you heard such and such?" Just say, "Hmm, tell me about it." Ooh, you see what I'm that's saying? Sick you right see what there. I'm saying? Yeah, you like, oh, okay, tell me about it. You didn't yeah. say it, but you didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> that's sick. Like, huh? Okay, yeah. Tell me about it. See, yeah, uh, she just she just go into it, or show me what you're talking about. There's only one problem with our plan. What's that? She listens to the fucking podcast. <laughs> Like, no, you didn't see that. I'm not stupid. Yeah, answer, answer my question. Did you? Do you know what I'm talking oh about? Oh, my God. Yeah, man. So, yeah. That what was, were we talking about? We were supposed to be talking about addiction. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man. So, y'all yeah, thought that was an interesting post. Another one um, was something my my homegirl, uh, shout out to Burberry. She actually posted this the other day and then tagged me in it. I thought this was maybe an interesting think piece. Think piece think post i guess because it's not really an article mm. uh but she said this she said according to the appraisal theory of emotions oh, oh, oh the the brakes put the brakes because i hmm. i don't think we gave the addiction is, is just due okay what we got so hold on shout out to burberry 
but yes. All right. <laughs> okay. So wait. So the addictions we had. Oh, you said you had DMs from people saying like social media is not an addiction. No, somebody said that gaming is not an addiction. An addiction. Okay. Cool. So what what is an addiction? What would you say an addiction is? Um, man. So it would be something. And this is not you know me using a dictionary or anything, but I would say something that you have to. Oh shit! Hold on, Siri. Oh, oh I thought she was defining. I, I thought she was about to. We could, I guess we could ask her. So we're always listening. Oh, <laughs> should we ask? Should we ask Siri? Oh yeah, let's ask your new Siri. Yes, Siri. I so. Yes, hold on real quick. <laughs> Siri, what is an addiction? Here's some information. See, no, I don't, I don't want you to. I don't want you to pull up the an, uh, uh, an article off the internet. I want you to tell me something. <laughs> I want you to help me. <laughs> give, me <laughs> give me sites to visit. <laughs> like, no, I want you. I want you to talk to me. Here's um, an addiction location that you can check into yes, tonight. Yeah, like no. Nah, um, I think it's something that that you have to you have to have, even if you may not necessarily crave it per se. Mm. It's something that you have to involve yourself in. So let's just say like video games. So like you sit here and just play video games. Right. Play video games. Of course, like your brain is. Is attached to it or drawn to it, but like if you leave, okay, let me scratch that. So let's just say you're playing video games and you leave, you're constantly buying video games, right? Or you leave and you have to kind of get on, you have to get on your phone to play, or even your cell phone. Like you have to be on it, you have to be on it. Mm -hmm. Like you feel naked without it. Mm -hmm. It just has to be in your hand. You may not even be on it, but just you need to right. just feel it. You know right. what I mean? Right. Or not to jump back on porn because we spent. 30 minutes of the last episode talking about it. But even with porn, it's like, it's something that you have to have. Even right. it becomes like a like a regular routine in your life and you feel some type of way when it's not in your life. Right. I mean, as basic of a definition that I feel like I can give it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now when you get into like drugs and stuff, of course there's like chemical reasonings, you know, but yeah, I just think it's just something that shit that you just... Like your your brain has to have it, right? Like you have to, your body has to have it. Okay. What do you feel? What do you think? I think you hit it right on the head. Okay. Um, I think it's something that it's just something that you feel like you have to have. You know what? I can say it like this because mm. what's the big deal with drugs? You chase the high, right? Mm -hmm. Like you you take the drug to get the endorphins to release. Yeah. So anything that you use to release endorphins is something that you could be addicted to. Right. Like, okay, I'm playing the video games. Why am I playing the video games? Because it releases stress because like, I'm happy. Like that's an endorphin. Right. Like, so me playing a video game, I have, I'm always thinking about video games because that's what makes me happy. Or pornography releases an endorphin. Mm -hmm. It could be from, well, it's definitely not from the storylines. Uh, <laughs> it could be from, you know. <laughs> Bro, those storylines. Some of those storylines would be like, similar like the the big studios. Yeah. They'd be kind of coming with the storylines yeah, a little they bit. Yeah, they trying. With the parodies a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> parodies have stepped up in the last millennial. <laughs> like, that's my new word. I'm just going to say millennial. <laughs> that's twice. Um. <laughs> I was watching a battle rap. Why are we talking about battle rap? But I was watching a battle rap and the nigga was like, um, he said, if you can't uh, make it a battle rap, just fuck with the music. 70s porn. And I was like, 
shit, they did fuck with the music back in the day. Oh, I get it. I was like, bars, nigga. They that was with dope. the music, 70s porn. Hell yeah. Oh, my god. But anyway, uh, but yeah, anything that you have to do that's that. That's wild. Real, what? Could you imagine like. Cause you know, music kind of sets the mood. I don't understand how that music was setting the mood. I, <laughs> <laughs> like the like, vintage porn music. If anything is distracting as yeah. hell. Yeah. Could you imagine? I think I'm gonna do that one day. What? <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I think I'm gonna have some some like some role playing. Get like a '90s oh outfit. Oh God! With, with the, the afro. afro. Yeah. 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 Nineties outfit, the seventies. No, I'm gonna go seventies. Seventies outfit with the fro. Mm. Walk in, boom. Had the, had the, had the, the porn music playing on the on the on the echo. <laughs> I heard there was some plumbing that needs to be. <laughs> I heard your pipe was busted. <laughs> I heard oh. your toilet was overflowing. Oh mm. my god! I'm Randy the plumber. Randy, the <laughs> <laughs> you know, Randy Johnson. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I kid you not. I swear to God, I was I was young one day watching a porn, uh, and we are not finna have another. No, we're not. <laughs> we're porn. really not. But I was watching it, and it was that same setup. Some chick called the the plumber because he was messing up, and he walked in. I was like, I bet this nigga name is Randy, <laughs> and he's like, hi. My name is Randy. And I was like, oh, see, I knew yeah, it. I'm, I'm, too, boy, I'm too good at this. He's an aficionado. He's <laughs> a pornography aficionado. When I can guess your name, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Okay. God. So, addiction. <laughs> Yo, when you start looking at pornography like sports, and you know who signed to what label? <laughs> like, what oh, franchise? Like, oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, him. He he, he signed the Brazzers for oh, sure. Oh my God, dog. yeah, yeah, him. He signed the Bang Bros. Yeah, for that sure. is hilarious. You know what's crazy though about talking about this, mm. even though we're gonna move off of it. Yes, it's incredibly freeing just because we know that people watch it, right? And we know that they know what we're talking about when we reference it. Yeah, they just are afraid to say it themselves. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that we can be free in that aspect. I did learn, like, just to get serious though. Uh, so I was a marriage builders. Um. Monday, and we were talking about intimacy and sexual relations with your spouse. And one of the things that I never gave credence to, but it makes sense, God talks about how we know you're not supposed to watch porn, right? You're not? No. Oh. No. That's in the Bible? Yeah, it actually is. in the Bible. There's a lot of stuff in there that you wouldn't think is in there that's actually in there. We just don't know it. Okay. Yeah. But it talks about how um, God made sex to be something that was um, intimate, something that was supposed to be like a communion. So like, um, this blew my mind when I first heard it. So you know how we're not supposed to have sex until marriage, right? Mm -hmm. All right, cool. So the sacrifice of Jesus was him shedding the blood, right? Mm Mm-hmm. He gives the blood, cleanses the sin, uh, goes to the grave, rises to power. Cool. We know that story. When you have sex, that's a communion between you and your spouse. 
That's why the cherry bussing is the blood. Oh. I never, I, that never clicked for me. Mm, it didn't for me either. And when I heard that, I was like, wow. And they were breaking it down like, yes, when you're having sex with your spouse, you're actually having communion with your spouse. And that's why sex is sacred in God's eyes. They talk about Satan and how he manipulated it and how, like, you know, people be in relationships, they go to therapy and the therapist says, uh, well, you guys need to have sex more because you guys aren't having sex anymore. Mm. And you need to do it five times this week or three times this week, right? Mm. And it doesn't work because the act of having sex in of itself is just an act. There's no, you can't have sex to create love. Mm. Yeah, okay, say that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and he pointed that out. He was like, sex in of itself doesn't create love. It's the intimacy and um, the romance and the buildup that leads to the sex, right? Right. Love is built before the sex. Sex is just a byproduct of the intimacy and the buildup beforehand. Right, okay, I'm and, with you. And he brought up the point that... um. If that wasn't true, people that sleep with prostitutes would be actually the most fulfilled because they're just having sex. But sex doesn't lead to love. So, yeah, you can have a prostitute. You can have sex all day. But that doesn't mean you're going to feel anything. Mm. You're, you you could do that and be completely numb. Yeah. Prostitutes Damn, do that real. all the time. They do. That's so, real. I like okay. Like, like I mean, it was bars, but, yeah. but um, lest I lose my point for a good story. Um, that's not really intelligent. Lest I lose my point for a good story, I gotta keep that one. Where, yeah, where you, where you, you pull that? that? Where you pull that from? Where you, where you pull that from? Freestyle kings. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. So um, it was talking about how pornography is something that taints relationships because your spouse is supposed to be the only one that you are supposed to covet in that manner. So. There was a part in the Bible where Jesus says, even if you think about, even a, even a, even if a man looks at someone else, they lust and they've committed sin in their own heart. Oh, wow. Just because you look at it, just because you had the thought. Oh, wow. Right? So every time that you watch a pornography, you're actually lusting and sinning. And you're actually, it's bringing, it brings up conflict in relationships. Whew. Like, it was some convicting stuff in there. I was like, oh, Wow. And there's even a part, matter of fact, he texts me, there's a Bible verse, I'm not going to turn this into church, but mm. there's a Bible verse that says uh, you need to protect your, okay, here it is. You got to protect your eyes. So Matthew, Matthew chapter six, verse 22 and 23, it says the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thy eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? Long story short, what he's saying is that you have to guard your eyes and your mind. So your your eyes are like the window to your soul. Mm -hmm. What you see filters into how you think and how you act. So there's people that are in relationships that like say a person watches a pornography and now they're less satisfied with their spouse because now they're comparing what their spouse did to what a porn star could do. Which is very common. That, that happens a lot. Yeah. And it can slowly start deteriorating the relationship. Or 
say a guy um, watches a pornography and they masturbate. And then the same day, their spouse wants to have sex. But now their sex drive is not high anymore because they just did what they needed to do anyway. Right. So now that starts to strip away on the intimacy. And it's it's a lot. That's real. They started breaking that down. So anyway, um, yeah, we just kind of got that. was real, though. No, that was was real. That's real. Wow. Yes, that can definitely happen. I got a lot of that. Anyway. We still on addiction? Nah, I think we, <laughs> we, think we, think we built enough time. Damn. Anything else on that list you think you could be addicted to that's not... Did anybody mention like, hey, you could be addicted to this too? Um, Someone said shooting. What, a gun? Yeah. Yeah. You'd be addicted to shooting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, someone mentioned that. Someone said shooting. Uh, Video games and shooting were the only ones. What? You got something? Addicted to church. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. You can be addicted to church. Oh, no. You know what? Someone else said some other things, but that is actually a good point. You can be addicted to church. Mm-hmm. Um, what way? Break it Break it down for me. You ever heard of somebody that's so, uh, they're, um, they're so, oh, what's the saying? It's like they're so um, heavenly minded that they're no earthly good or something like that. It's like those super holy fragilistic yeah, sanctified and, saints, and everybody that everybody does something wrong in their eyes, right? Yeah, like and everybody's a sinner, and they're not useful at all in an earthly sense. Like yeah. the whole point, the whole point, at least my understanding to this point in my adolescent walk with Christ mm-hmm. is that you're supposed to reflect God's image. So you are supposed to become a better person, a better version of yourself to reflect how God is and how God thinks and how God acts. Right? Mm-hmm. Well. If you look at Jesus when he was on on earth, he was hanging in the ghetto. He was hanging with the prostitutes. Yeah, he was in the slums. He was with the slums. He was with the gamblers. He was with the the low lives. He was with the people that, you know, if you're like super above it all and you don't really, you're not a person of the people, you wouldn't be caught dead with. Right. But that's the people he was with. That's the people that accepted him, that gave him a place to sleep. Yeah. And it's like some people, like, I think that we're so addicted to... The church program, like if it if if church don't start at eight and end at ten, we pissed off. If if um if we invite somebody to church and they don't show up, then you get upset with them, right? Mm-hmm. But then the moment that they need you to really speak to their lives, you can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, oh, well, you shouldn't have been in that mess in the first place. No, exactly. you're supposed to help. Yeah, get me out of it. Like, Not give me out of a bit. Like talk me through it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, ooh, I, I hated people like that. They just, like, you couldn't do shit right, and they would just just throw the Bible in your face. Right. Not knowing that the Bible actually speaks to some of that. Yeah. Like, like it's it's stupid. Dude, some of the most evil people in the world were priests. Oh, shit, I believe it. Like, like it's crazy. You see what some of these priests are doing now? Well, that's true, too. That's true, too. <clears throat> My uh, brother-in-law, Black, he actually... Um, Broke some of this down. Not broke. He didn't break some down, but he he had some interesting points. He said a lot of people have addictive personalities. The thing is, having a healthy and beneficial one. Um, mm. Some people get addicted to shopping, which we <coughs> we kind of touched on. Some hoarding, some reading, but at the end of the day, too much of anything is hurtful. We just have to work through it. So you really be addicted to anything. I mean, we kind of went from drugs to porn to to church, which are on two different sides of the spectrum yeah. you know what I mean but like he said I mean too much of anything can be harmful I was addicted to personal development at a point 
Ah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. That can blind you too. Being, yeah, being addicted <laughs> to personal development. Yeah, that can blind you because you you'll have at least for me because I want to say I was the same way. I mean, you know, he was. Every day in the car, nigga. Boop. <laughs> on the car. I mean, in the Straight car, up. listening to it and everything, speaking it, preaching it, and everything, and all this stuff. And it's like you'll you can have a, I guess, like certain type of lens. Like you'll be looking at your life through a certain different lens, mm. and it can be an an unrealistic one, right? You know what I mean? Based on how much, I guess, personal development you have. That's what it was for me, anyway. It's crazy. Do you feel like you were more or less isolated? When you got more personal development, because for me it was more. I became so the more, more isolated. The more personal developed I got, the more isolated I got from other people. And it wasn't until I stopped. It's like it's not not necessarily I stopped because I can't say I stopped because we do a show. Yeah, the show personal was personal development. Yeah, but it's like it's weird. It's like there was a moment like you remember like when we was dead. We yeah. were deep, deep, right. And I started seeing all my relationships started like kind of crumbling away. And then it got me to a certain point. And then I was by myself for the most part. It was like me and like a handful of people. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped and those relationships started to come back. But I had already gotten what I needed out of the personal development, even though I'm, you know, we're still developing now. It's weird. Yeah. I guess I was an extremist at that point. And when I backed off, that's when everything started to fit again. Okay, because you, it, it's like I hear what you're saying, and I understand what you're saying, but it's like some of that personal development, at least what they say is like when you develop yourself, you start distancing yourself from people who don't have the same mindset. That part. You know what I mean? That's what I was trying to get to. That part. So it's like, is that what's going on, or are you isolating yourself, or are you pulling yourself, or I guess... Yeah, pushing yourself from certain people, but I guess you didn't find or hadn't yet discovered other people who were, hmm. I guess, as personally developed as you were becoming. Right. Okay. So then let's talk about that because that's that's a good point. So what's what's the difference between someone who's super personal developed and a super holy fragilistic Christian? That's like, oh, I'm so into God that I'm not going to help. You because you don't think like I do, so I'm just gonna shun you. Mm-hmm. Versus the person who's super personal developed, it's like, oh well, you know, you're not working on your seven streams of income, and you're not, you know, building your wealth. You're building mm-hmm. someone else. You see what I'm saying? Oh, that that side of the person, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't see. That. I don't think there's a difference. I see. I was thinking that you were talking about like how maybe somebody will come to you with an issue they have, and then you just like just flood them with personal development and positive vibes and all this other oh, stuff. Nah, and, nah. But you're talking about like like the Steve Harvey of <laughs> you in California, you sleep. <laughs> they already making money on the East Coast. On the East Coast and all oh, that shit. Oh my God. And you sleep. <laughs> Bitch, people don't sleep. <laughs> Come on, Steve. <laughs> that nigga was wilding, bro. Yeah, no, we we didn't talk about it like that. Yeah, nah. Yeah, you, yeah. There, I don't feel there's a difference. I mean, if you got somebody drilling you in your head talking about, man, nine to five is trash. Nine to five is trash. Which nigga, we had. I know I had that mindset. I did too. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I did it. Yeah. It was like, man, now you you know you working on your own income, which you do. Yeah. Um, but you got to stand like there's a balance to everything, and there wasn't. Oh, I guess in my mind, yeah, I didn't nah, have it. Nah, it wasn't. A, it wasn't really. A you remember that video you found on your freaking laptop? 
Who was walking in the Yeah. In Oklahoma? Bro. Oh, yeah, bro. We was wild. Completely different people. Then we're going to have some beamers. We're going to come in this bitch. Our whole squad. We're going to be in this bitch lit. We're going to be millionaires next year. Seven years later. Yeah. So, uh, motherfucker, I work here. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga work over there. We work from nine to five. See, God damn. I like my nine to five now. <laughs> oh my god! All right, go ahead. We can move on now. All right, um, freestyle kings. Uh, <laughs> do the best of them. Um, oh yeah, so my 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 homegirl uh, Burberry. Shout out to Burberry. Shout she, out to Burberry. Yeah, she posted this on the on line. Oh, maybe it was last night. She tagged me in it. So she said, according to. The appraisal theory of emotions, how we feel about certain situations is determined by how we think about it. So if you think negatively about an event, you will feel negatively about the present and future. Mm. I feel that. I experienced that. Okay. Oh, you want me to <laughs> explain it? Like, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I felt I that. that. No. Um, so you feel negative about a certain event. You'll feel negatively about the past, or the present, and the future. Yes. You know what that reminds me of? What's that? Stupid ass Terminator movie that just came out. I feel completely negative about the present and the future. Do, do you? Do you? Yes, know? nigga. Okay. I have a negative feeling about that event. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that movie. I didn't even Terminator, bro. I didn't. Even they ruined. A, a they thing. pissed on all on a classic. This is a crazy sidebar, but it's relevant. It's relevant to that. Okay. So the definition is what you have a bad experience to an event and you feel bad about the present and the future. Yeah. All right. I currently, as a fan, feel bad about the present status of that franchise mm-hmm. and the future. I don't need no more fucking Terminator movies. That's it. No, don't come back, nigga. I'll be back my ass. Fuck you. <laughs> don't come back nigga none of y'all and i know i'm supposed to be like working on my cousin but no dog if you were a fan of that movie like did you ever see terminator and terminator 2 i can't remember it oh my god all right so we need to have a movie night we're gonna those are two of the most important movies in sci-fi history mm-hmm. terminator 2 is probably a top five action movie ever damn ever yeah right and they completely piss on that movie because they've had like six Terminator movies. These niggas said, oh, well, we're going to skip Terminator 3. That didn't happen. Terminator 4. That didn't happen. Terminator 5. That didn't happen. We're going, because that movie sucked. Right. We're going to pick up right off from Terminator 2. The whole point, since you don't, I don't want to spoil it, but. Please. I mean, I don't I mean. Okay. The whole point of this movie is there's a dark future that happens. And. There's a savior. It's a guy that's born who starts to lead the resistance. The resistance is the human resistance against the AI Terminators. Mm. That's the whole point of the story. So the Terminators or the machines basically say, all right, cool. Well, why don't we just kill this nigga before he's born? Mm. So we're going to send one of our Terminators, who's like the most ruthless killing machine ever, to the past to kill his mom who's pregnant with him. Mm. The humans find out about it and say, okay, well, we're going to send somebody to protect the mom so that this kid can be born. Otherwise, all this shit's for nothing. They have limited resources. Both sides can only send one. 
They send it. It's an amazing battle between a machine that will not stop. It don't feel nothing. It has no pity for you. It has no remorse. It's just going to keep coming until you die. Damn. Movie's amazing. They stop it. Girl gets pregnant. Baby's born. The second movie picks up where the woman, because she done lost her damn mind. Everybody thinks she's crazy. She's talking about fucking machines from the future coming through. <laughs> like that That's realistic. If a, if a woman ran up on you talking about the world was going in and there's machines coming to kill you and all that, you gonna lock her ass up in a psych ward. Hell yeah. They lock the ass up in a psych ward. Makes sense. Yeah. The kid that's born, he hates his mom because he thinks his mom's abandoned him and she's just some nut job. He's a teenager. He's in a foster home. He's rebelling against the world. Cool. Terminator comes back. Two of them. One of them to kill. One of them to protect. Cool. Mm. They meet up while he's... I don't know if he was skipping school. He was doing something he wasn't supposed to do. They catch him in the mall and a fight breaks out. Then the nigga realizes that, shit, my mom's not crazy. And the Terminator that's sent to protect him is basically saying, well, if I was the other one, I'd go kill your mom. Because if I kill her, I'm most likely, that's most likely going to draw you to him. Hmm. So he was like, well, shit, we got to go save mom. And he was like, no, we're not going to go save your mom because <laughs> that's where he's going to be. And so the caveat to this is the Terminator has to follow his orders. So he orders the dude to protect his mom. So they go protect the mom. And it's epic. It's this amazing chase. It's like the best chase movie ever where they can't stop this nigga. The only thing you can do is outrun him, but you can't outrun him for too long because the nigga don't get tired. Hell no. And so they go through this whole movie. They win. Miraculous comeback. They win. Cool. Judgment Day stop. The machines are done. Future never happens. The bad future never happens. This fucking movie that just came out last Friday picks up right where that movie's left off. You know what the fuck they do in the first five minutes? Spoiler. They kill the nigga that we spent two movies building up as a savior <laughs> in the first five minutes. Fucking blew his chest cavity away. A 12-year-old. Shit. They put one in his chest with a shotgun. That's fucked up. Why did we do that? Oh, uh, that's fucked up. Oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to see. I have a negative feeling about all that, so I'm not gonna go into tirade. I'm so, not. do you do you? Is that affecting how you feel about other stuff now, and how you may feel about other stuff in the future? Yes, I feel negatively <laughs> about how Hollywood is treating my fucking <laughs> '80s classic movies, dog. Stop fucking up my movies. Like, just create some new shit. But that's what they're doing. I really feel like I really feel like Hollywood is out of ideas. Uh, no, ho okay. Hollywood's out of ideas. How did we turn this into a film session? I don't but, know what happened. Okay, Hollywood's out of ideas. Yeah, and these niggas are too woke. I'm tired of the woke shit. I never thought there would come a day where I would say that woke shit is pissing me off. Oh no, woke shit been there like, to me. I thought I thought woke was a good thing. Oh, nah, that nigga's woke. Nah, like, you can be you can be too wide awake in this. Bitch. These niggas like yeah. You be too wide awake. You be too wide awake. Like, Hollywood needs some Nyquil. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know what. Like, what else could you possibly make a movie about? You can make a movie about a lot of stuff. A lot of uh, there's a movie about a lot of stuff already. 
That's like true. what else? That's like, true. Yeah, like what else? What else could you make? That's why they're starting to do all these remakes. Like you know, Bad Boys Three is coming out. That shit look garbage. I'm, sc- I'm Pointless. scared. Pointless. I'm scared. Fat Martin? No. Yeah, I'm scared. I don't want it. I'm gonna see it because I'm I'm a Bad Boys fan. Yeah, I'm gonna but... watch it too. But that's see that's the problem though. We gonna watch it. Oh yeah. So they gonna keep making it. Gonna be like, oh, <sighs> see, this shit's good. No, nigga, we're just loyal. We're, yeah, we yeah, to we a just, fault. Exactly. We're stupid. Yeah, I just I got to. I'm gonna watch it. Um, anyway, all right. So negative feelings. Yes. Let's get serious. Like, <laughs> now I got my rant off. <laughs> um, no, I believe this. I believe this a lot. I was thinking about something. Um, I can't think of what it was exactly, but you can have something where if you feel negatively about something, like your whole moment will be fucked up and what you think about, like you just, your whole perspective on shit will just change. Like you'll just have a negative insight on everything mm. like if it can be let's just say i don't know you like you fucked up bad like real bad in a friendship or some shit okay let's say yeah you fucked up real bad in a friendship right mm. and or somebody fucked up bad somebody fucked up the friendship your friendship bad. Y'all's friendship was fucked up or whatever. Right. You can have a negative feeling about it and then it will affect everything else that you come across, anybody else you come across, anything that you're dealing with in the present time. And you, oh, you, you should have just be, you should have just be out of whack, bro. Kind of like the, um, the woman who gets cheated on and all of a sudden every relationship she goes into She's bringing that bag with her. Yes. So it's like a perpetual cycle. Yeah, it is. Damn. Let's okay. Let's let's deep dive on that. So I was talking to homegirl. So I was I worked hella overtime last week, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I was talking to a coworker, and she said that um, she's been single for like five years. So it's like. Five or six of us, we were all just talking, like just shooting the shit, right? And she says she's been single for like five years. And so we were asking her, like, well, why? Mm-hmm. Right. And so she talked about how there's one dude that she was really, really feeling. Like she had been talking to him uh for like she's known him since high school. And they finally started dating. And she was like, it was the happiest she'd ever been. It's the deepest in a relationship she had ever been in, right? Mm-hmm. And she was like, man, this could be like a forever thing. Yeah. And a nigga disappeared. Oh, he went ghost on her. Yeah. Oh, shit. But I mean like ghost ghost. Like, like no phone calls, no goodbye. Nothing. No nothing for like two years. Like he disappeared, period. And he came back and he said that basically the reason he disappeared was something happened with his brother and it was like a real serious issue mm-hmm. and he had to go help his brother. She don't know what that means. He never clarified. But because of that, she doesn't trust anyone relationship wise because the one person she was like, man, this could be a forever thing disappeared like that so she can never fully commit because she's afraid that it's gonna 
be taken away from her at the drop of a hat. It's so, like the dude would that like the dude was making life moves for her. Like he was like, okay, well, he worked out at this gym, she worked at this gym, this nigga canceled his membership at a gym and got a membership with her. Now that sounds small, but that's not no small shit. Like when you're saying, like, okay, I'm gonna pay a fee to cancel my shit to then pay another fee to work out with you. Right. Uh let you drive my car. Like that's what he was doing, was letting her drive uh his car. Yeah. And he was doing all these things, like just emotion for her that other people weren't doing. Like sometimes it's not the financial things, it's just like, man, he's willing to rearrange his life to spend more time with me. That person disappears. So if that person disappears, who are you when you're trying to talk to her? Mm. So when she starts feeling people get too close, she gets scared because she's like, she don't want to, she's trying to guard her heart, but that's preventing her from getting into the real relationship. So going back to the definition is like you have a negative event, i.e. the guy leaving, and now you have negative feelings towards the present. The guy that's talking to you and the future, whatever that relationship could be. Mm. And she's just going through this cycle. Don't matter who the guy is, it it never fails. How do you break out something like that though? Because the, the statement makes sense. Um what she sent, but when you're dealing with something, I guess for like that, the example that you gave, I mean, how do you how do you break out of that that negative feeling? Like, how do you break out of that negative thought? Because essentially, I mean, if you're saying, if we're saying that, so, um, so if you think negatively negatively about an event, you will feel negatively about the present and the future. Which, okay, that's fair to say. But how do we then, in turn, switch that into a positive thought? And is that even something that's simple to do? I mean, is it even something that's possible to do, depending on the situation? What's that saying? Sometimes something's simple to do, but it's also simple not to do. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those situations because I think the one of the best of relationship um, moments I had where someone just kind of gave me advice was they said, "Do you ever watch football?" And I was like, "Not really." It was like, "But you understand football?" I said, "Yeah." And they said, "Okay, cool. Well, it's first and ten. You run a play." Mm-hmm. The quarterback throws it to the wide receiver. Wide receiver drops the ball. What happens? I was like, they run it again. And he's like, yeah, they run another play. Yeah. All right, cool. It's second and 10. You give it to the running back. He gets tackled for no yardage. What do you do then? I was like, well, you you run another play. What's the point? He was like, short-term memory. He said the best athletes and the most successful athletes have short-term memory. You could have a player that's playing basketball miss five shots in a row and end up hitting the game winner. Why? Because he kept the same confidence that he had because he he trusted the process. Yeah. And he says, you need to do that with your relationships. You need to have a short-term memory to where if you get hurt by something, that you can dust yourself off just like a quarterback that got sacked or somebody who turned the ball over, Chris Weber. Call a timeout when ain't no damn timeout. <laughs> but dust yourself off and just say, all right, cool. That happened. 
let's run it again. Mm. And just having that mentality gets you through. That helped me a lot. That freed me up from a lot of a lot of things that I could have held on to from a hurt standpoint that occurred in my life that is like, no, nah, I'm not going to take this out on the next woman because that person did this. Next play. How was that process for you? Which part? Like gaining the short-term memory to then move on. Honestly, I think I had a cheat code because I'm stupid. So I don't remember much anyway. <laughs> like, like I don't I I, I forget I'm very forgetful. But um but all oh, trolling aside, um you remember what hurts. Like you you know, you put your finger on the stove and it burns you. You're you don't not remember gonna that. do yeah, it. You're not gonna forget that, yeah. Yeah. So that that's like emotions too in relationships. But I think for me, um man. I think I think what happened was um I lowered my expectations without lowering my standards. That was a bar. Ooh, shit, that was a fucking shit like that, nigga. Don DeMarco like I lower my expectations without lowering my standards. Res 2019. That was fire. That was fucking fire. You gonna post that on Instagram? Yeah, I'm doing that, dog. I'm gonna get one like because I'm not in the algorithm. I'm not in the algorithm no more. <laughs> Nigga, his business is September. Oh shit. Nobody's gonna see this. Hell no. Nah. nah, but um That's a good point. But what I did was um it's true though, all jokes aside, I, I did lower my expectations because I started looking at it like this. Humans are human. So things happen. Mistakes happen. Mm -hmm. It's not that big a deal. Some people are going to disappoint you. Yeah. And that's okay. Some people are going to make the wrong decision. And that's okay. Yeah. So you wouldn't get mad at your daughter if she played with something that you told her not to play with and be like, oh, well, because you did that, um... I banish you. Like, I'm never, you know, a certain, like, it's like, okay, cool. Well, you know what? You did that. I forgive you. Right. But you don't change your standard. Now, I done told you. Right. Not to do this. Right. Yeah. That don't mean I love you any less, mm. but you got to meet me here. This is my standard. So that's kind of how I, 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 like, in my situation, in, in my, Go ahead. No, you said something that I have a question on, but it wasn't even that far back, but you were on a roll. No, shoot. Let me see. So you said that you lower your standards. Lower the expectation. You lower the expectation, but, but you lower standard. your standard. Humans going to make mistakes. Humans are going to mess up. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. Have you ever had to... Have that same thought and process for yourself because we've had this conversation for a little bit now, um, but we've been talking about people who've hurt us. Have mm. you ever hurt someone? Yep. And had to go through that process yourself? Yes. 
How what was that like? And I don't, I don't want because yeah. I, I, I'm, I guess I'm sitting there asking questions. I know you're probably like, damn, this nigga John's not talking, but you're you having you having some good points, and I'm just thinking of other shit as your points are coming out. No, that's good stuff. That's how we pad the runtime. We're hour fifteen minutes right now. Like shit, we good. <laughs> <Freestyle> this shit. <laughs> Freestyle kings in it. <laughs> Shit, we don't need a plan. <laughs> For real, we just walk in this bitch and press record. Nigga. The fuck you talking Y'all about? Good? We are like <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, nigga, we freestyle better than some niggas written shit. Yeah. All right. Um No, nah, so damn. I gotta think of an example because I've done this a few times. So I've been on the wrong side of relationships before where I've either um done something where you know how you lead somebody on? Yeah. And then you realize like, oh, this isn't really what I want. Uh that happened to me. Where um there was this one girl, like she was we we known each other for like years and we were always just like friends, right? And we never really engaged in a relationship. However, um we had an encounter. And she really, really started feeling me, mm. right? But I wasn't emotionally available. And I hurt her when I cut it off. Mm. And I basically had to, I kind of, it, it sucks. Because like, I feel like we talked about that on a podcast. We were saying like, were you ever like the bad guy in... Oh yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. What was it? What were we, we were I saying? For, I forgot. I forgot to. Um, Shit, my laptop's gonna die. We were like, we were like the bad guy in someone else's story. Oh, that's what it was. It was, it was basically like, like, um, I don't know. Anyway, it was like we were the we were the person that caused the pain for the individual. That was me. I was the bad guy. She hated me. She pretty much cut off all ties with me completely. Mm-hmm. Like forever, like never talked to us, but this is like somebody that I, I've I've known since freaking high school. Yeah, and I used to talk to every month, like clockwork for years, even when I was moved to different states, and that happened, and she completely xed me out of her life, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to realize, like, damn, I fucked up, like, like. I'm human. Like, I, I blew that. You like to think that, oh, you're the good guy, you know, because like, that's what we do. Like, when 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 you're growing up and you're not used to getting with with women like that, and you're like, oh, well, they just want the gangsters. They just want the, the cool niggas, and I'm not the coolest of the cool niggas. You know, I'm like mid-tier. They want the high-tier niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, high-tier niggas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I remember I used to joke about this. I was like, I'm the nigga that you marry when, you, when you're 30. I remember like, you saying that. Like yeah, you, you done had all your fun. Yeah, you know you done got ran through by all the trash niggas. You know and got pregnant. You just want me to take Man, care. And that's my turn. And that's my, my turn. turn. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> I like to sign up for the Res Foundation. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And you would think that, but I actually was the the f nigga. I was the trash nigga, and that's kind of humbling. Being on the opposite side. You know, the pot calling the kettle, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I just reasoned it like, okay, cool. Well, well, not cool, but like, 
we all fall. Yeah. We all make mistakes. We've all broken hearts. Everybody listening to this podcast, I promise you there's somebody in your life that you've broken their heart at some point. Yeah, man. You gotta face the fact that you can be the villain in someone's story. You that part. That part. Yeah. And I think I just kinda I forgave myself. Relatively easily. Uh whoa. Ah, okay. Yeah, relatively easily. It's about self forgiveness. Yeah. Cause you can do you can do something bad and it can just it can eat at you. It can eat at you, mm-hmm. especially if you if you hurt somebody and they they know or you see the hurt that you cause to somebody that can eat at you. Yeah. So I think self forgiveness can be more challenging than it sounds, depending on what it is. Right. And my laptop's on five percent. Oh, where's your charger? That shit is downstairs. Okay. You I can want, hold it down. You want to do a pre-roll while I go get my laptop? Yep. So, roll. so anyway, but that's the, that's the main thing uh, while we struggle to not lose our podcast. Um, no, nah, it's just like like self-forgiveness is huge. And I think that's really the, the key is like, all right, going back to the whole, I'm going to lower my expectations because I understand that people are people and I'm not going to lower my standards. So it's not like you say, all right, cool. Well, I don't have to have somebody that's faithful. That's stupid. Like that, that's like, that, that makes no sense when people say that, like, okay, well, since the relationship didn't work, I'm going to lower, um, my expectation is like, no, they don't have to be faithful anymore. No, that's dumb. That makes no sense. Have you ever met what are we somebody? About? All right. I bought, I bought time, right? <laughs> that was good, actually. Yeah, it was pretty good. It sounded like I was talking to you like you were right here. Yeah, I'm curious as to what you were saying. He's yeah. probably talking shit about me. No, no, no. So okay. what I was saying is like just that balance. So like, all right, cool. So I'm going to lower my expectations, but I'm not going to lower my standard. Here's somebody who lowers their expectations and their standards. Well, niggas ain't shit, and so I'm going to get with this dude, uh, or I'm going to get with this chick, because chicks ain't shit, yeah. and it don't matter if they faithful to me or not. No, you won't do no shit like that. What's that's, your, what's that's your for? Because you're lowering your expectations. Well, niggas aren't, niggas aren't faithful. So I'm gonna lower my expectations and my standards, and not even what just not expect anything from them at all. Exactly, that's stupid. People do that shit though. People do do that. Maybe I think people feel like it's easier to not expect anything versus expecting something and being let down. Well, no, see that's the thing. It's like you. It's not that you don't expect anything. Like you, you get what you expect. That's the thing. But I think if your if your expectations are low, you're expecting anything to happen and if it does mm-hmm. you're not caught off guard it's like the people would be surprised on the upside yeah, yeah yeah it's like people was like well if i want to think that i don't get it so if i do get it i'm surprised and if i if i don't get it then it's like okay well i expect you not to get it Mm-mm. i don't like that shit i mean, well, shit. I mean we, but i mean we talking about feelings yeah and you know emotions and you know feelings are a sensitive thing right and you don't want your feelings to be hurt so you know you try to water down any possibility of your feelings being hurt by accepting anything that's true or the possibility of anything that's true i just don't accept that because i i I think that it's contradictory because it's like all right if i subscribe and it well it depends on what you subscribe to and what you believe right okay so if i subscribe to um as a man think of so is he right Mm. so how i think is going to affect who i am 
And I said, oh, well, you know, it might work. It might not work. You know, it's whatever. Right. Yeah. That's not good. Because I think about things as far as like winners, losers. Right. right. And then there's that gray area where you're just kind of in between. Right. Yeah. So if I like say say it's a sporting event, like say say me and you are playing um, in a league and we got a hundred dollars on the line for this game. Right. Mm-hmm. And we need to win this game. Do you really want somebody on your team that's just like, oh, well, you know, if we win, we win. You know, if we lose. Hell no, of course Hell not. No, nigga, yeah, we're like, talking about competition, like, though. Yeah, but life is competition. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know if people think that their their feelings in a relationship on that type of competitive level. It's like, I think people think of it as more on the, I need to protect this versus. That's true. I mean, I just, I just look at it like this. Like, I feel like. Whatever scenario I'm going to engage in, I want to. I'm thinking the best outcome, mm-hmm. right? So my expectations are high, yeah, to a certain extent. Well, let me rephrase that. My standards are high. Like when I engage in something, I'm expecting like to come out on top, right? But when I say I lower my expectations, all I'm saying is that if they don't, if the person doesn't meet my standard, I'm more forgiving. Mm. I'm not the person to be like, well, you didn't reach my standards, so you ain't nothing. Like, you trash. Like, I don't ever want to talk to you again. You can get the F out of my life, mm-hmm. lose my number, I'm blocking you. You know, all that extra yeah. emotional shit that people right. do. Like, nah, man, calm down. Grow it, up. Shit, it's all, it's all protecting feelings. That's what they're doing. Yeah, man, grow up, man. Protect your feelings by, by being mature. Listen, people mess up. So if you don't meet my standard, that's okay. Mm. Right? Yeah. That don't mean I'm going to move forward with you from a relationship standpoint. Like, if my girl cheats on me, right, mm-hmm. and I find out about it, okay, cool. I'm going to forgive her because my expectation isn't, isn't where you're infallible. My expectation is, yeah, you could mess up. Now, my standard is I'm not staying with you because you cheated. But mm-hmm. that don't mean, like, we can't be cool or have a relationship. My ex cheated on me. And we were really cool after that. Right. I didn't banish her to the shadow realm. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like we yeah. like we were cool. Like we we understood, like, all right, cool. Well, you know what? I made some mistakes. She made some mistakes. I contributed to it because I wasn't providing emotionally what she needed. And she saw it somewhere else. That's a very human thing to do. And so from that standpoint, it's like my expectation is like, all right, cool. Well, you know what? She's a human. She has a right to fall. Because I'm, I can't pretend like I ain't never fail, right? So what am I gonna get a bad attitude for it about? Right. Yeah. Now my standard is, nah, nigga, you need to be faithful. So I'm going to move forward with someone else that can meet that standard. Hmm. It's gonna be tough, ain't it? I mean, I did it. Oh well, yeah. I guess yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. Okay. You thought I was making that up? No, like I wasn't there. I'm like, nigga, you was there. Like, what are you talking about, nigga? You the one taught me off the cliff. I was in the car playing Joe Button, nigga. You know I was depressed. Like, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Damn. That was, that was, we got anything else on that? Nigga, you say something. You said a lot. That's why I said you say something. Um, shit, man. I don't even know. You said, you said so much. I just think. 
kind of going back to the last thing you said, I mean, it's 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 easy to to say that. So it's easy to say that your emotions, you should have your emotion in check. But I feel like your emotions are the one thing that it's hard to it's it's hard to have your emotions in check. Especially when you're talking about relationships. Facts. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm, I, I, I see the reason why people have really no expectations when it comes to other people and relationships. Right. I mean, I've known, I've known people, and, and, and that's the thing, because it's like, the, the bad side of that is, when you don't have expectations, I mean, you accept anything. I have a, a, a friend of mine. Well, I mean, she's a a high school friend, but I mean, she was you know in an ab- abusive relationship, and it's like, it's do you ex- is that something that you're just accustomed to, or are you not expecting anything? So right. you're you're taking anything. So is that expectations or is that standards? Because see, I define those in two different things, and maybe I'm messing up the definition. I mean, what, so how how would you define that as a standard then? Well, I mean, it could be a standard depending on how she was raised up and what she witnessed and observed as, right. you know, she was growing up. If she witnessed, you know, abusive relationships, then that could be a standard for her. Right. But let's just say that that's not the case and she's been hurt in other ways. Mm-hmm. So she's just, I guess, protecting. Protecting herself by allowing this is gonna sound crazy, but she's protecting herself by she's protecting her feelings by allowing anything in because there's no expectation. That that's fair. That doesn't sound crazy because a lot of people that engage in abusive relationships, what is that uh, Stockholm syndrome where the person that's actually abusing you or kidnaps you or you know inflicting pain you fall in love with? Yeah. And so then all of a sudden you can't see yourself without that person. You think you you misconstrue that activity with love. Mm-hmm. So that's possible. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, and if that's the case, it's like, okay, cool. Well, my, like, that is love for me. That's how I protect myself is by letting this physical abuse happen because at least I feel something. Is that what you're saying? So would you rather feel... Something or nothing at all? Depends on my mood and if it swings. Depends on if your mood and if it swings? Yeah. I think people have felt, some people have felt so much of something that they would rather feel nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And that, you know, in in a sense, that's kind of why their guard is down. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I feel what you're saying. I just think some shit like that is easier easier said than done. Well, yeah, because I have a microphone. <laughs> so you can say this shit. You can just say this shit out. You got a microphone and a recorder. <laughs> but, but I mean, I'm leaving out. I'm leaving out gaps of time in my story. So like, I didn't come to that like overnight. Like even in that in that situation where uh, I had to forgive my ex, right, for cheating. Like it took me like a year. To genuinely forgive. Because mm-hmm. you can say you forgive and you don't really mean that shit. Yeah. Because I, I kept telling her, I was like, oh, no, it's okay, it's okay. But I am in, internally, I was ripped. Right. Like, the, the wound was deep. Uh, especially because the nigga had a common-ass name and I worked in a call center. So every time somebody called with the same name, I'm like, fuck. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, you serious, bro? 
Yeah. Like, nigga, get off my phone. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got disconnected. What happened? <laughs> but, but, um, that takes time. Hmm. Like, like, yeah. It, like, when someone tells you that lesson, like, I guess combining both lessons that was given to me was one, have a short term memory, next play mentality. And then also having the mentality of, okay, well, I'm going to lower my expectations to the point where I understand everything's not going to be perfect. That could be big or small. So something that um, may not be perfect is, okay, so my spouse um, annoys me by talking a certain way. Okay, that's not a big deal, right? Mm Mm-hmm. That's not gonna make or break a relationship. Or uh, my spouse likes watching something that I don't like. That's cool. They don't have to like the exact same things that I like. Yeah. Or it could be something big like, okay, well, my spouse spent three hundred dollars that and didn't tell me. Right. Mm. Okay. What the fuck? Like. Right. But that's forgivable because it's like, okay, well, we just got to work it out. They're mm. not infallible. People can mess up, big or small. Mm-hmm. But the standard is, this is what my expectation is as far as like a standard. This is what I'm willing to put up with. If you fall short of what I'm willing to put up with, I'll forgive you. But that that will dictate whether I move forward with you or not. But you can keep the relationship. You can keep that part intact. Yeah. Th- that's all I'm saying. I got you. That makes sense. Going I- back to old girl, too. Like, what she could do is... um. I don't know, because I'm going back to my coworkers. Like the original question was, how do you move forward when when you can't trust? Oh, we answered that. Yeah, short term memory. Next play, the next guy is not the next guy. The likelihood that the next guy treats you exactly how the last guy treated you mm-hmm. is pretty small. But could you have a next? Could you have short term memory and, and still be with the same person? Yeah, I think you can. Yeah. Yeah, because I honestly, real talk, had my ex not told me that she lied about doing what she was doing, mm-hmm. it would have worked. What you mean? Okay, so the the storyline goes like this: I was told that she cheated on me, right? Mm-hmm. And that crushed me. And it took me like a year and some change to forgive, like to genuinely forgive, right? But I did it. Yeah. So what what you're what you're asking is like, okay, well, can short term memory work when you're sticking with the same person? Right. Yes, because I genuinely forgave her. I was back on board. I was like, all right, you know what? She messed up, but you know what? I played a part in that. Like Adam and Eve. God didn't get mad at Eve. He called Adam. Mm-hmm. She ate the fruit. He ate it too, but he ain't say, well, Eve, you you know, you messed up. You did it first. Yeah. Like, no, nigga, you the head of the household. What the hell happened? Right, right, right. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, as the head of the household, I let the snake in. And she cheated because I basically left the door open. And the snake slithered in, paused, and did what it needed to do. Yeah. So I play a part in that. So that thinking got me to genuinely forgive. And I was back on board. The only reason it didn't work is because a year and like two months later, she reneged on it and said, 
hey, I got something to tell you. I said, what do you have to tell me? And she said, I never cheated on you. Hold up. What? So now, uh, now you just undid all, just like the Terminator. You just undid every fucking thing we built up to. Right, right, right. We went through right. this long journey to get to this point, And then you're like, oh, psych, JK. I didn't really cheat on you. I just let you think that for like 14 months. And the whole strategy behind it was, okay, well, I feel like I feel like he has something over me because it's kind of like, damn, I cheated and he forgave me. Mm-hmm. So now I can't really get mad at him if the nigga don't take out the trash. <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, shit, I'm lucky to be here. Right. So it's a psychology move. It's a, it's, it's a power play. Yeah, no, I feel you. All right, cool. Let's balance this out. I never really cheated. Oh, see, now I can get on your ass now. But what happened was it undid everything because it's just like, oh, wait a minute. If you're telling the truth, then you lied to me for the last 14 months. But if you're lying now, then you're lying now. Right. <laughs> so now I can't trust you. Yeah. And it erased everything. I got you. Yeah, she tried to retcon. See, you and Hollywood need to learn lessons. <laughs> 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 Stop trying to reboot shit. <laughs> Let it go. Come up with some new ideas. <laughs> I'm trolling. Oh, we man. We still good. Yeah. Okay. What's up, man? What you Good time. Do? I'm done. Yeah, man. I think I'm ready to get out of here. Yeah, I think we spun it. Freestyle Kings. Freestyle Kings. Damn, I wasn't expecting that talk to go like that. I thought we was going to get into what she was going to say, what she was going to want to uh, talk about. Yeah, there's always next week. There's always next week. What are we going to do about next week? Oh. We'll be in Houston. Yeah, you're right. Because technically, this one's not going to drop until next week. Nah, it's going to drop this week. Oh, is it dropping like. Yeah. Bird? Why wouldn't it? Oh, respect. Well, I mean, the the way some of our editing is, <laughs> like you would think it takes like five days. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you could think, think this is like a like a eighteen hour job. <laughs> Just like, oh, you gotta edit. Oh man, what do you gotta do? You gotta you gotta play it. Then you gotta stop it. Yeah. Then you gotta like make it sound. You gotta change the volume. <laughs> then you gotta play the music at the end. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude. I don't I don't know. But yeah, this is this. I'm expecting about this week. I don't know what the hell. Is going on okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right man um oh well i guess for next week um we're going to break yeah sure that's what happens yeah I'm be here. scheduling conflicts yes uh, they uh, happen yeah they actually happen you know what when you they actually happen more often than than we realize i think the first year we was just on point and we were just trying to just make it happen sacrifices yeah but now it's like jared's sick and i'm gonna be going yeah, y'all could record, Me and Jay could record, but I mean, now the audience is like, damn, nigga, y'all two man crew. I feel that way, right? Yeah. Because yes. a few weeks it was two of us, then we had three of us for what? Two episodes, now two of us again. I think two of y'all next week. I think what we should do is compare how the episodes sound with the, with the combos. So we got one episode with you and Jay. Let's see how good that episode is. Yeah. Compared to an episode with me and you, see how good that episode is. And then y'all do it. And then me and Yeah. And then the listeners can say like, oh, which combination is the best? Yeah. Controversy. There you go. Controversy. Let's, mm. let's make it happen. Yeah, I have to record next week now. Damn, I hope he does. I hope he don't flake out. Ah, y'all have to record. Yeah. Unless you use one of the older episodes. But now nah, it was, it was nah, that y'all was were on. trash. The other ones? Wakanda? 
<laughs> yeah, what's up, man? All right, let's get the holly here. All right, man. Hit us up. Speak between the lines. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Start a conversation with us. Join the conversation we're already having. Also, check out our merch. Bit.ly forward slash SBTL store. You'll find all of our shit. That's nothing else. This is King Gabe signing off. I just realized that that's the first time we hit the bell. Yeah, we didn't say it earlier. Yeah, all right. You know what I'm saying? Speak between the lines. We are out of here.